two, one. Welcome back to another episode of AT Talks. We're on topic two. We're talking burnout. We have four guests today. We have Greg, we have Mike, we have Anthony, and we have Andrew. Uh, thanks for joining us today. We're just going to talk briefly about burnout. If you've ever experienced burnout, uh, what you like to do to prevent it, and what do you do when you get too far into the hole and you're experiencing those burnout symptoms. So if anybody wants to start, go ahead. Um, well, the way I see it, I think about burnout in two different ways. I think um, burnout can go from the uh, environment that we're in. You know, we all understand the, the duties and the hours of an athletic trainer, right? Um, so we're at the mercy of the athletic schedule, unfortunately. For, you know, so our weekends are usually shot. Our nights are usually shot. It is what it is. That's what we chose to do. So that's all good. Um, but I also think, too, uh, for the hours that we put in, our pay contributes a lot to our burnout. Because if you're thinking, man, I'm putting in all these late nights, all these weekends, and I'm getting, I don't know, ballpark $40,000 a year. After a while, that doesn't feel worth it. What do you guys think? Especially if there's no prospect to, to grow from that. You know, there's no next level. It's your, this is it. This is all you're going to get. I think that can be very demoralizing and really, like you said, kind of lead to that burnout. Definitely. I also think too, with, um, with the people that you work with, if you have a good group of coaches, um, administrators, and they're really supportive to athletic training and what we do, I think burnout is you're able to stave it off for longer. But if you're in a situation where you're not getting the resources you need, um, the, the people you're with don't really understand what we do um, and they don't really support it. You're kind of just, Oh, there's, there's Andrew, there's Anthony, there's Mike, there's Tom and there's Craig. They're just covering games. I mean, that's like 2% of the gig. Yeah. Like I think he pretty much kind of said it, like said it perfectly right there when you're talking about like your environment and stuff. Right. So I think I've worked with military, I've worked with high school, I've worked with JUCO, I've worked NEIA, and then I've worked at NCAA. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like the people you work with, the environment itself like plays a major role, right? Like at the end of the day, a lot of people now, you can kind of see it a lot where individuals are more like, is, is what I'm doing, is it worth it? And am I getting back what I'm putting in? That's ultimately at the end of the day what people really want to know, right? So you know, we don't do this job for the money. Would it be great, obviously, if we get, you know, appreciated as a profession on the whole more? Yes, of course, right? But for a lot of individuals, and this is just from a lot of my friends in the tech field, it's like a lot of them make a bunch of money, but they are not happy and they're burning out too. So it's kind of like a big thing. It's like that reward of what you get, right? Uh, but I think environment plays a major role. And then also your environment outside of the workplace, which for a lot of people, especially in the athletic training world, is non-existent. Yeah, I think it's important that we all, you know, we're, we're all given sick days. We're all given vacation time. And uh, we're, we aren't robots, but like robots, we need to recharge our batteries. So I think it's really important for us to be okay to say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to hand this job off to uh, someone from go for Ellis and I'm going to let them handle this for this week or weekend. And I'm going to go take a trip because, you know, I'm a human being I, and I got, I got to survive and I got to have vacation. I got to spend family time. It's all important for all of us to, to have longevity in this field. 
Yeah, I, I agree that you need to be able to take that time for yourself. I did not do that early in my career. I, um, I worked a lot of long hours and then didn't take the recovery time that I needed to, whether it was making sure I got home and went, got to sleep early, kind of things that I do now. I make sure that I protect my sleep so I can recover. Um, also make sure I make time for my family. Also making time that I, I make time to work out and do stress relieving type activities. I didn't necessarily do that early in my career. I'm also am blessed to uh, have two colleagues at my high school that I can share our coverage load with, which again, I was uh, so going solo early in my career and kind of felt the need at that time uh, to not take days off. Um, but with time learned that if I'm not taking care of myself, I'm not gonna be able to take care of others. All right, so, so what, what, if, what advice are we, would you guys give people who are, they're, they're not in burnout, but they're, they're starting to feel it. They're starting to wake up and take a couple extra minutes in bed, like, oh man, we got a, two basketball games today and a basketball game tomorrow, hmm. and then we got wrestling, and they're, they're, they're starting to get there. What advice would you give those individuals? I would say just to hang in there um, and to know that there is a light. You know, every season comes to an end. We always have, uh, I don't know, two, three weeks in a row that are jam-packed. But then you know as soon as fall sports season's over, as soon as winter sports season's over, as soon as the spring's over, we all get a couple of weeks in between there where everything slows down and we can kind of step back a little bit. So if you can just – kind of hang in there for those tough weeks where you got back-to-back-to-back home games and then you're traveling and then you're, you got to go in early on a Saturday to, to, to prepare a team that's traveling on a Saturday. Um, just know that it all ends. It all, and then before you know it, the summer comes and we get a month or two off depending on where you work. Yeah, I would, I would say the, the biggest advice I could give is don't deny it. Um, I think, especially as young professionals, we we're, we often kind of bring ourselves to the point of saying, well, I, you know, I can't be burned out this early in my career. You know, it's only year whatever. Or, you know, I, I must just be something wrong with me because I shouldn't be feeling this way. And I think that causes a lot more anxiety and everything that goes along with that. So um, don't deny what you're feeling. So if you're feeling like you're burning out, you're probably burning out. Um, and like you said, there's things you can do to be proactive, you know, like Craig was saying, taking the time for yourself, whether it's going to work out and um, like Andrew was saying, taking those days off and whatnot. It's a, it's all stuff that can help you in the long run to keep from burning out, to keep from getting too deep in the hole. Uh, but I know for me personally, um, I found it definitely to be cyclical. So I know I've been in and out of burnout multiple times with multiple jobs. Um, and part of that, I think, is uh, as athletic trainers, I think we have that desire to be you know, absolute high performance, the best sports medicine professionals that have ever walked the earth. And I think that drive pushes us to kind of take on more than we should. Um, 
And that's part of it is also knowing your limits. So if you do feel like you're burning out and you know you have other stuff coming on, ask for help. You know, uh, ask your your supervisor or a colleague, somebody, hey, can you help me cover this, this, this and this? I'm just not, I'm not feeling at my best right now. Um, you know, I just need a little time to recharge. And I think every single person in athletic training would be like, yep, I get you, no worries. Um, so I think it's definitely don't deny it and definitely take action, take whatever steps you can to, to fight it off. Burnout typically doesn't happen like overnight, right? So, I mean, it's a lot of it is just kind of coming down to the fact of making sure you set those boundaries as well um, and just make sure that I, I really can't stress this enough. And I, this is just some of the athletes I've spoken with too, where they're just like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to like a D1 institution. You know, that's like, that's cool. But if you don't put in the effort to enjoy your life, you're not going to enjoy your life. You know, it doesn't matter. You could throw a bunch of different reasons out there as to why certain things are where they are, but ultimately it's the choices that you make. Right. But for early on in the career, just remember, you know, you're not saving the world here. You know, you're not, and you're, you're going to get a lot of things right and you're going to get some things wrong. Hopefully that's the ratio you got going for you, you know? <laughs> so at the end of the day, though, still it's just like, look, you're not saving the world. All right. You're, you're helping these kids out. You're helping these athletes out. You're doing the best that you can. And ultimately you need to be happy with what it is that you're doing at the end of the day, you know? And like, um, I think it was Andrew that said earlier, it's like, yeah, the season's going to end at some point. Like, it will end and you will get breaks. And a lot of that is just kind of going back into the whole environment and just establishing those relationships with your supervisors and with your colleagues. And just it's like, hey, you know, like, look, I don't feel like working a 14 hour day. Let's split this up so we are both not having to do something ridiculous like that. Right. So, you know, I mean, I'm not sure what, like, where a lot of you guys are at. So, you know, like in the collegiate setting, it's like very common for people to put in those long days, multiple you know, and it's still happening, right? So um, I would just say really just kind of, you know, boundaries and just making sure that you have a good environment once again and just know you're not saving the world. So relax, breathe, you know, and enjoy life. <laughs> Drink coffee. You want to add, any, add anything to that, Craig? <laughs> uh, coffee is good. <laughs> don't forget beer on the week well, on your off days oh of course yeah of course and of course yeah, yeah. well yeah good balance between the both all right what, what this is what my this is my off afternoon i'm still having coffee though <laughs> what advice would you give the athletic trainers that aren't in the sports settings where the season doesn't end where maybe you're in industrial or that's all year round or maybe you're a teacher that kind of sort of ends but doesn't really and then you have the athletic training as well, different settings. Um, I think just really planning, trying to plan ahead. So you, again, when you're going to have busy times of the year with, with teaching as well, when it comes to exam time and tournament times, if you're balancing uh, school with, with the sports schedule as well. So, I mean, you're going to have some days where you have 12, plus hour days if you're teaching a full load and then providing health care after school as well. Um, and I guess dependent, I have not worked in the industrial setting, but I would assume just, again, looking at your schedule and again, 
look ahead, be conscious about planning um, things to do for your own recovery, for your own rest. And just as much, I mean, for example, just as much as I would have loved to come out to East Chicago to watch some of my wrestlers wrestle, I knew that was a that was a Saturday that I had off that I needed to spend time with my with my family and um, and recharge. And I knew you guys you guys were uh, taking good care of my wrestlers, and I was you know able to watch. Uh, some of those matches on Facebook Live. So, um, again, when I was younger, I probably would have tried to to be at every athletic event, even away if I wasn't, if I didn't have coverage at home. But um, with with my being 25 years now as an as a certified AT, I've learned. You know, I got to kind of pick my battles. What you know, what what do I need to do to take good care of my athletes? But then also at the same time, uh, when, when do I need to stay home and recharge and, and also uh, spend that, that important time with my family and friends? Yeah, I think speaking in the, uh, from the industrial setting, because I've, I've been there, um, it's, it can be a struggle because for me in my position, there was no real schedule. It was, I mean, there was a schedule. I knew I was working uh, basically from 4 a.m. to 4 p.m. every day. Um, so it's a little rougher out there like that. But uh, aside from that, you know, I knew I only worked uh, maybe four or five days a week. I would always get my two days off. Um, so I knew on those two days I was off, off. Um, I think in the industrial setting, the best advice I could give is, you know, kind of Andrew hit it on the head earlier and, you know, Craig too, you know, you got those, those PTO days, those sick days, those days off, use them. It's what they're there for. Um, you know, it's not a, it's not something to hold on to um, and really feel like you have to be in the hospital in order to use a sick day, you know, especially working in healthcare, you know, if you're not on the ball, you're probably better off not being there than not being in the right frame of mind to deal with the situations that you deal with. Um, so I think you do less harm not being there than being there in that sense. But definitely don't be afraid to use those um, resources that you have. Oh, outside of the regular traditional settings. Um, I worked for the military for two years with um, Fort Benning at, um, was at Auburn University as a war athletic training program. And um, the, one of the things that I think helped me out the most through that was actually school, to be honest with you, because it was a GA position, right? So we don't really do, you didn't do the typical, like it's 20 hours and then you're doing um, grad work and stuff. So we had a research project and for me, it was just enjoying the atmosphere of where I was in general, of just like the people that I was with is what really helped me kind of like deal with the burnout because, you know, kind of like what Anthony was saying, you know, the four to four for us, because they were at, they're technically Eastern time and we lived in central. So 5 a.m. is when PT started, AKA 4 a.m. hour time. And we're about an hour away. So we had to get up kind of early to get to work. On time, right? <laughs> So, you know, the schedule was weird because I would sleep like 
five, maybe six hours, because in order for me to get eight hours of sleep, I had to go to bed at like six, just to like get up at two. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. Like I want to be able to like do things. And so I made that decision. I kind of planned it out, kind of like everybody's saying, just kind of figuring out your schedule and seeing what works best for you. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, it, you know, you just kind of have to set the things that work for you. Like one, one thing isn't going to work for everybody, right? Like there's certain things that work better for everybody else. If you take two identical twins and you train them exactly the same, one of them will succeed more than the other one. It doesn't matter. So, you know, it's finding out what works best for you um, what helps you cope and deal with the stress and then dealing with all of the things that you have to deal with in our profession. So, um, you know, finding out what those stressors are and putting things in place to either minimize it, take it out completely, or in essence, help you deal with it because there's obviously going to be certain things that you, you know, that will always come up, but it's finding and identifying those things and then putting a plan in place that works for you in order to be successful and being able to, to, you know, be happy and to enjoy your job and stuff. Uh, you know, and that, I think that can apply just about in just any setting in general or in career that you're in is just kind of identifying those things. So um, traditional settings there, they have come with all different things. When we were with the military, like nobody knew what the heck we were. You say athletic trainer huh. and you know, sergeant's like, huh? Like, okay, so we had it completely explained to them how it was. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, it was rough because it was a brand new program. It's going to be that way. But by the time, you know, we left, it was a, it, I mean, it still is, is a great program. And we were to really build that up and build those relationships. So um, it was just fortunate enough for us that the work that we put in, um, we got that reward, you know, tenfold. So it worked out pretty good for us. <clears throat> All right. Any anything we want to add before we close, or we think we hit everything? Oh, I mean, I think like just about everybody's kind of said you know, uh -huh. a pretty good amount, and I think a lot yeah. of this comes down to environment, you know, yep. and identifying those stressors that are going to be bothering you most of your life, or whether it's you know out of there and in work, and you know, it's identifying those things and putting a plan in place, yeah. you know. Um, you can keep letting things affect you or you can take control and do something about it and be better about it. Um, you know, whatever it may be, you know, whatever it is that, you know, that is stressing you out. Um, there's multiple ways to solve a problem. You just have to be creative, you know, and some, we're off with a trainer. So I'm sure we've had to, you know, do some interesting things, <laughs> whether yeah. it's equipment or pads or, you know, take more just rehab in general, but just for some weird reason, the traditional stuff wasn't working. Um, but I think like we kind of talked about is just environment and just making sure you're taking care of yourself mm -hmm. because you can't, you, you can't help anybody if you can't take care of yourself. You know, Craig said it, you know, perfectly right there. You really can't, um, you know, it's just kind of what it comes down to. You just got to make sure, you know, you're living life and you're, you're happy. Yeah. And just understand that if you're in a situation where you're feeling burnout and you're, and you're not. You know, you're not, um, or the, or the, the environment's toxic per se. You're not stuck. There's mm -hmm. tons of opportunities in athletic training. We're still a young field. You can leave a job. It's, it's okay. You can leave and find a new, better opportunity. And you shouldn't be ashamed to leave a long-time position where you felt underappreciated or even a new position where you felt like you're being underutilized or being mistreated. Uh, there's tons of opportunities. Take advantage of them. 
Yeah, I'd yeah. say don't don't let anybody ever tell you that your what you do is valuable, and don't let yourself think that either, because you know the what we do as a profession is truly, I'd say probably more valuable than I think anybody real really realizes. Um, I know from the just from the industrial setting to throw a number out there. I mean, we're talking um, savings of hundreds of thousands of dollars for having one AT somewhere. So to tell somebody that for somebody to think that what we do doesn't matter it's absolute nonsense don't listen to yourself don't listen to them if someone's telling you that know that you are valuable and what you do is valuable yeah as our as we continue to grow as a profession um again the at for all we're hopefully we will all our schools will have multiple athletic trainers at each school whether that's high school and middle school and uh, again the more people we have helping you know light helps lighten the load so looking forward to having more colleagues in northwest indiana and throughout the nation as as more schools hire more ets well, I appreciate all four of you guys coming on and spending part of your day here to do this video. And I would really like to have you guys back for future topic. I don't know what future topics are because I'm going to let Twitter vote on them, but we'll find <laughs> that out in the future. But thank you for spending your time to do this.